Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. For years, we were stuck in a rut, always complaining that nothing ever changed for us. And then we realized, if we wanted to improve our lives, we had to put in the work. Each week on this podcast, we'll get into an aspect of personal growth, relationships, or just life. Through our own experiences and guest interviews, we hope to inspire you to make your own positive changes. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Podcast. Today we're talking about motivation. We've all been there. We're super motivated to do something and so we go all in. But then the excitement sort of fizzles, the motivation fades, and we're left with the temptation to just give up. And more times than not, we do. That's absolutely right. And it's honestly the number one question we always get is how do you guys always stay motivated? So we decided to kind of delve into that because one of the things about motivation, first of all, is that motivation is overrated. (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. No one just wakes up every single day with endless motivation. So we're not actually going to give you advice on how to feel motivated all day, every day. We're going to talk about ways to keep going even when the motivation's gone and you aren't sure how to keep going or even if you should yeah, I know I've been guilty of this too. Just I, I have to laugh to myself as you're talking because you look around at all the influencers. I look around at all the people I follow. I look around at the celebrity and just just anyone who's like into fitness or business or whatever, you name it. And I'm always like, gosh, they're just always on. They must just wake up every day, just charged and ready to go. But the more you pay attention to these people when they're talking, that's not at all the reality. So like for us to sit there and believe that that's the way it is, is just simply untrue. So first of all, we wanted to cut through a little bit of that BS and just get into it. (laughs) That is totally right. One of the things that we really find to help keep us motivated is that we like to remind ourselves that we've been here before. And what do I mean by that? Well, I mean that sometimes you just got to say, self, you've had these feelings before. You've pushed through these exact same things before, these same feelings before, and you've always found a way out. Right. Yeah. And then the reality is this time when you're telling yourself that you can say this time is no different. And I know this happens to me all the time. There's plenty of times where we, it's it's my night to go on a run or it's my night to, I need to be working on something for this podcast or I need to be working on something for my business. And I just don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. But then I think if I don't do it, when am I going to do it? When am I going to do it? Because the hardest thing is those negative voices in your head start and then you're like, well, I can just do it tomorrow. I can just do it next day. I can just do it next week. And and that's never the place we want you to be in. And I always find that if I just tell myself, like, I've been through this before, I've pushed through these feelings before and I've made it, then it just goes so much better. And then honestly, at the end of it, like, I feel so much better that I've accomplished something way more accomplished than I would have ever been just like loafing on the couch. Oh, for sure. I mean, when you were talking about running and everything, it just reminded me there are so many nights, probably most nights where I'm like, oh, man, this heat and this humidity or my legs hurt or whatever is like going to do me in. And then I'm like, 
Is that even true? No, of course not. I run in heat and humidity all the time. We live in North Carolina. Like the summers, the spring, the fall, it's all hot. You know, there's no there's no great time to run. So clearly I can do it and I've made it through before and I'll make it through tonight or whenever again. Yeah, that's real because the thing is, that's what we're talking about because the idea is if you think that motivation is just going to get you through night after night, week after week, it's just not true. So you're just feeding yourself a lie and then it almost becomes like an excuse that you're using because you're like, well, I'm just not motivated tonight, but another day I'm going to be motivated. But when it comes to like fitness, especially, or really anything hard, because I always find, isn't it funny how this always comes up when it's something that's a little bit more difficult or a little bit more challenging. We all find a reason not to do it at that time. And we're like, well, maybe tomorrow when I'm a little more motivated. But the reality is you're just putting it off and you're just making an excuse to put it off for another day because you just don't want to face it today. I mean, I do it for things like cleaning the bathroom. So for me, it's, <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it's anything. <laughs> One of the other things we find that's really helpful for us is just following other people around who hustle, following other people around who grind. I always use an example, but I love following The Rock. That dude is like in his iron paradise. He's lifting. He's ripping it every day. And it's like, man, I feel motivated. But there's even even beyond celebrity, there's just random people on social media that I follow that I've never met in person that are just out there all the time doing it. And I'm like, wow, that's really encouraging. That's really cool. And so that's one of the things I always try to do if you follow us over on social is I always try to show you like, hey, we're not just talking the talk. We're actually walking the walk. We're out there doing it. We want to motivate you to do it. And we're hoping that if you see us out there, just like when we see other people out there, that it motivates you to be like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I should lace up my shoes or maybe I should be just getting up off the couch and moving my body a little bit because that little reminder is helpful. So we've always found that if you follow someone or can find some people to that are just really grinding out there. It's super helpful. And by the way, if you ever need people to follow, we can point you in the right direction. Oh, definitely. And I mean, sometimes you just come across this post of somebody you follow and it's like they're speaking directly to you. They have this encouraging word that just speaks to your heart and it's crazy. You're like, uh, do they have some insight into what's go- what I'm going through right now? Because it sure, sure feels like it. Yeah, that's totally true. And there's plenty of days where I'm like, yeah, I don't really feel like doing another podcast episode or I don't really feel like doing this or that task. But then I look and I see them out there doing it and it just motivates me a little bit more to do it. And it's just that friendly reminder. And so when you're looking and you're searching for that motivation, search for other people in your life or search for other people just out on social to you know pull you out of that funk. Right. I mean, and the other thing is that you start to have these little lies that creep into your head. And it's just like things like, oh, this is all for nothing or no one cares about the things that I'm doing. It's just not worth it. But then when you have somebody on social media that has felt that way before and suddenly puts a post out that's talking about that, you're like, oh, wait, they've been here before. Like, maybe this is normal and maybe I should keep going anyway, because if other people have felt this and pushed through, so can I. Oh, that's so true. So true. And I I honestly think about the times every time that this comes up, I think about times where it's like, I just, I've been through more difficult things than this. Because again, you can trick yourself a little bit and you can say, oh, this is just too hard. Oh, I just can't do this. But if you think back to times 
There's so many things that all of you out there, without me even knowing you, I know you've overcome that are harder than the things you're currently dealing with. And even if they're not, like just remembering back the times where you had a challenge, you overcame it, can make a huge difference. I mean, this is actually one of my favorite strategies because there are so many times where I'm like, I've birthed two kids, like two children (laughs) have come out of my body and I'm being such a weenie about whatever this one topic is. And like, hello, I can clearly make it through. I've run a half marathon. Like I can do this little hour long workout and and survive this or I can do this task at work that feels impossible because clearly I've gone through nine months of a pregnancy and had children come out of my body and made it through just fine. So I love the whole like thinking of something that you did that was harder and giving yourself self-strength through that. Right. But just recalling those past times when you were able to reach out and find that strength that you need or just find that courage you need to push through the fear. Like those times where you're like, yeah, I did that. Yeah. And you can give yourself a little pat on the back. You're like, yeah, I did that. And I'm going to pull from that experience and I'm going to go out and I'm going to get this day. Absolutely. I think that, you know, like sometimes I'll have a kind of a bad day at work and I'll start to think like, oh, my job, my job. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, Meg, seriously, you used to work for CPS. It was Child Protective Services was the worst job ever. It almost killed you pretty much literally. And you made it out of that alive. So like stop your complaining, stop your whining and get to work. Isn't it amazing, though, that you literally can pull yourself out of it based on just thinking of things that you yourself have done? The idea there is you don't really need anyone else. I mean, you don't. It's nice. It's nice to look at other people on social, as we said. It's, It's nice to do that, but you don't need to do that. Like you are a strong person. I know it sounds like cliche, but you are. I mean, just think of the things you've been through. Like Meg said, for me, I ran a half marathon after training for six weeks. I mean, that's insane for me to be able to do that and then say I can't do like a simple task where I have to sit and click on a computer or record something or have a business meeting. Like, it's like, how do you, it's, it's almost laughable when you think about it. Cause you're like, how, how could I possibly think that this is hard when I've done that and you have it inside of you and you just got to pull. Sometimes you just need that inspiration from yourself to pull it out remind yourself and then again just like make it make it happen just like you know you can't right we are all so much stronger than we truly believe that we are and another thing i think that's really important is to just pray or meditate or visualize whatever the word is and the thing is that you're going to do but sometimes just in order to really continue the course and stay that course we need to reset our minds So whether you're asking God for the ability to continue or meditating and seeing yourself having success in the hard stuff, sometimes it really is just necessary to refocus on your goals so that you can stay motivated and keep going. Oh, I love that because that's the thing. When you, sometimes you just get caught up in your current circumstance, you get caught up in just the stresses of the day because we all have those random stresses of the day or you just have days that are, are more difficult and A lot of times I find myself doing this even where I just want to give myself a free pass because the day's been a little bit rough. And so no one else in the world would judge me for taking a little bit of a break and nobody really cares, do they? So if no one really cares and no one's really going to judge me and everyone else would give me the pass, then maybe I should just give myself a pass. But a lot of times, like Meg said, if you just take the time to still yourself, to think through each thing to to really really get past trying to rationalize whatever you're trying to rationalize in your own brain and just think is that really true 
is whatever I'm saying for the reason that I can't do that, is that really true? Is that really a reason that I can't do it? Because our subconscious mind will a lot of times just say silly things and we just take them because we just we just don't think any further about it. But if you really start to think about it and you kind of list out or think and like Mike said, meditate, visualize, whatever it is you do, you start to see a lot clearer that like the things that you're telling yourself may not be reality. For sure. So that actually segues right into the next one quite well, because you were mentioning that no one would judge you and no one would blame you if you just took a night off. But sometimes it actually is necessary to rest in order to keep going. And that seems counterintuitive, I know. Yeah, I know. After I was just saying that. But it is true. We often look around and we see everyone grinding and constantly doing things. And like we said even earlier, like looking at what other people are doing. But those people are also taking a rest sometimes. It's also okay to give yourself a break because even though it sounds counterproductive, it actually is way more productive to take a break than to try to keep pushing through, working endless hours you know, never sleeping, never doing anything for yourself, never taking some personal time to just shut your mind off, refresh for a little bit, because you'll find in those moments that you feel like you have to keep pushing through. If you actually take a break and just stop for a second, realign your chi, as I always like to say, and just get that rest you need, you come back to it with such a new mind and such a new way to look at things. Oh, yes. I couldn't have said that better. I mean, guys, burnout is real. Like, you can work yourself practically to death. You really can. If you don't rest, if you don't step away from the project, if you don't step away from your desk, if you don't go on a vacation one one week a year or, you know, if you can't go away on a vacation, if you just stay home from work one week a year, and any break, big or small, can help you come back refreshed and ready to start again. And sometimes those breaks are 10 minutes away from our desk and sometimes those breaks are longer and necessary to actually physically remove yourself. But anything you can do to rest is always going to make you come back a little bit stronger and ready to tackle it. Oh boy, I always love these episodes that just call me out completely because it's like you're preaching to the choir here. Like I I know that when we first, like beginning this year, beginning at the end of last year and beginning of this year, when me and Meg made that change, when we decided, hey, we're going to change the way we're living, we're going to change how we're doing things, we're going to be more productive, I like couldn't flip the switch off. Like once I flipped it on, I could never <laughs> relax, ever. It was crazy. Like I couldn't, I couldn't sit still. I could never take a break. Finally, Meg's like, dude, you're crazy. Settle down. Like you're going to have to take a break sometimes. Just because you're being more productive doesn't mean you have to be productive 24 seven. You're going to have to sleep. You're going to have to relax. But the, the reality is we we're all doing that. Like if you look out, that's what the world's showing you like that. That's what you have to do. And yeah, you have to work hard. Don't get me wrong. You have to grind. You have to be productive. You can't just be taking night after night after night off, but that doesn't mean that when you cut off, that you cut off. For us personally, we have a cutoff time every night where we're just like, at this point, we're just not working on anything else. And we know in our minds that we need to be productive and it is hard sometimes, but at that cutoff time, we stick to it. And then we actually get the rest because we know that 
it's not worth it to be unproductive the whole next day just because you want to be a little bit more productive for an extra half hour to an hour. Yeah, and we really do stick to that to that time. I mean, I can think of one time in maybe the past 10 months that I've worked beyond when I was supposed to because I really do believe that there is a hard finish. I, I need to leave my regular job at 5. I need to be done with our podcast, with our blog stuff by 9.30 at the very latest. 9.15 is even better. There are real times that I have to be done or else I will not be, a, be an okay person. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, I, and I'm here to tell you, like Meg said, it's like 9.30 at the latest. I would say even 9, like you said, 9, 9.15 because in the, in the thing is too, I want to tell you that that's okay. That's okay to cut off early. Like it might sound like you're an old person. So we make the joke all the time. Yeah, we're old. We're old. But you know what else we are? We're super productive because we're waking up hours earlier than we used to. And so like by the time I get to a certain hour in the night, certainly by like nine o'clock, then I'm just not being productive. I'll sit here typing on the computer. I'll sit here doing something. And after the fact, I don't even remember what I did. I read something I was typing the next day and it makes no sense. Like, but, but that's the thing. People say they can work beyond a certain hour, but there's studies all over the place that tell you that simply is not true. You're not working at your peak. You're not working at the top level. And if you want to just do, you know, a haphazard job, then I guess keep doing it. But like, that's not going to work long term. You're going to have to know when to take a rest. And as a little PSA, take your vacation time. Don't be one of those people with like, you know, five weeks stored up. Start taking and using your, your vacation time. Your mental health needs it. Your family needs it. You personally need it. Yeah, we talked earlier about following people on social and just, you know, having people to look up to and kind of people to inspire you. But I would also say it's very important to surround yourself with people who can lift you up. Often we have people around us that aren't really lifting us up. They're almost pulling us down and they're talking us out of being productive rather than helping us be accountable. Because I believe having those people around you, having the friends, having the family, having a partner that can be supportive of you and hold you accountable if you aren't doing what you need to do, it's so huge. Oh, yes. I mean, my sister, my sister's boyfriend, my mom, my dad, my stepdad, all these people in my family that like listen to these podcast episodes and will like say how great they are and just, you know, read my blog posts and tell me they read my blog every week. And all these things are just like, they mean so much. But also, because I know someone's out there that actually is paying attention, it makes me work a little bit harder because I know. And I mean, there's other people too, but just your first, there's that friends and family aspect where there's people out there that you know care. It just feels so good. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's why things like the beach body exist. That's why things like Weight Watchers even exist because there's other people out there that are like holding you accountable. There's like a group of people that you know that, yeah, in reality, they can't control you. They can't control what you do. But also, you just want to like not disappoint them. You want to make them proud. You want to be there for them and you want them to be there for you. And it's just all comes around that accountability. And like with Beachbody, for example, they have a whole coaching model because it's like other people around you who can support you, who can lift you up and encourage you, who at the end of the day, you are accountable to because they want to make sure you're doing the things that you need to do. 
And by the way, we have no affiliation with Beachbody. Oh yeah, this isn't I a just, promo. I just happen to I just happen to know and see a lot of people on Instagram that do the Beachbody thing. That's all. Yeah, I know for me though, I, I love having you as a partner to you know encourage me to do stuff because on these nights where I'm just like, oh, like I'm putting the kids to bed or, or it went rough or it was just a long day and I don't feel like doing anything. If I come out and see that you're doing something, it, even that in itself is just like, okay, Brandon, you got to step it up. But even if it isn't, you've called me on my crap before. You've been like, yeah, that's great. We got to get some stuff done. Like you're not going to do that. And it doesn't. And by the way, that sounds negative. It's not at least not for me, and everyone's a little bit different, but I like someone to hold me accountable, someone to call me on my crap, and someone to make sure that I'm getting what I need to get done done because at the end of it, I'm a better person for it. Right, and I mean, even if you don't have side hustles, even if you don't have other projects going on, I mean, this stuff even applies to chores and family time and everything else. I mean, there's always there's always room for accountability in your life. So the most important thing I find with this is not only surrounding yourself with the right people, but setting tangible goals that you want to accomplish and then actually telling people about those goals. Because it sounds really good to have someone around you that's going to hold you accountable, but it's really difficult for them to hold you accountable if they don't know what you're aiming toward, if they don't know what you're trying to achieve. And so you want to make sure you're telling people not only so they can hold you accountable, but so you know what your goals are. Because I think it's so powerful to sit there and just state your goals and to tell people and maybe not put it out publicly, but tell the people closest to you that this is what you're trying to do. Because later, they are going to look and follow up with you and then just be there to encourage you along the way. Right. And if they know about it and you're having a tough time, then those are the same people that you can lean on for support and understanding and encouragement and all those things that you need when the days are really hard and you do feel like giving up or if you're not quite sure that you even should continue on the path that you're on. Those are your people. Yeah. What's super cool with this too is you can oftentimes when you're talking about this and you have certain goals, people will give you encouragement and advice because they've been through it. So if it's fitness, sure. But if it's beyond fitness, if it's business, if it's just whatever you're trying to accomplish in your life, there's other people out there who have done it, who have been through it, who could probably give you some really great advice. But if they don't know that you're even trying to do that or you don't publicly or even just personally ever acknowledge that to anyone, then no one's going to know that you're going to try to do that. It'd be like us trying to start this podcast and then never telling anyone about it. It would be a little bit difficult for anyone to encourage us. And for all the people we've met and all the people who have gave us really great advice, we never would have gotten that had we not put out there that this is something we're doing. Yeah. I mean, Brandon and I, honestly, we do our very best when we're telling each other the plans and the goals, even just a daily plan, any big or small doesn't matter. And then we're encouraging each other along the way. That means everything. So whether that's one person in your life or 14 people in your life or everyone on your social media accounts doesn't matter. The accountability thing is always going to be a big thing. And it starts with your friends and family. Yeah. And then after your friends and family, just it never hurts to go find a book. Like whatever you're trying to do, you can find a book that's either about what you're doing or something that is just uplifting and encouraging in general because a book can really point you in the right direction, especially if you're struggling because it just gives you a starting point. And I've been taking in a lot of books this year and it all just gives you a starting point or even on days where you're discouraged, it's just giving you an encouraging word and it gets you on on the path in the right direction. 
Right. I mean, one of the books that you had me read this year was The Art of Work by Jeff Goins. And by the way, we did interview him on this podcast, so you can go back and listen to that. Shameless plug. Do it. (laughs) But I mean, even just that book helped us both kind of break out of our mindset and see that there were bigger things that we could be looking towards and like just really encouraging and really uplifting and just try to break out of the monotony of just the everyday. So yeah, and I've been I've been really digging into so many personal growth and self-help books. And what they do is they encourage you. They encourage you to be your very best. Most of the time, they just break you out of the mindset that you're stuck in and help you push past the limits that we put on ourselves. And I know through me taking it in, I've realized like there's so many things and so many ways that I'm limiting myself where it's like, it's not so much that I'm not motivated. It's that my mindset's just all out of whack and I need to think about that. But if I never read the books or I never like took in a podcast of someone else or I never just followed other people, I would never know that like I needed to make that shift. So I feel like a book or just some encouragement is a good place to start as well. Even if you're not a reader, because I know you never were a reader, there are like a lot of small, short books that can give you so much information and not take up a whole lot of your time. And just look into doing something like that because reading those can be so powerful too. One of the books I read a long time ago that will still stick with me, it was a super easy read, was just Hello Mornings by Cat Lee, I want to say. Yes, Cat Lee. And it was not a difficult read. It was not technical at all. It was just about getting your morning going. And I mean, today, even, you know, two years later, whatever it is, I still feel like that's one of the books that helped really jumpstart me into a morning routine and really change my motivation level because it starts for me at 4.30 instead of 6.30 now. And I feel a lot better about my life when I'm able to tackle the day right away with a positive mindset and a little bit more motivation. Yeah, the reality is you're going to wake up and there's going to be plenty of days where you're just not motivated. You just don't want to do it and you want to give up. We've been there plenty of times and we still are today as we speak. We have days where it's difficult. We find that through the tips we gave you today, following some other people, finding people around you, family, friends that can lift you up, reading a book, finding some encouraging words. All these things can help just get you out of your funk because the reality is you're not going to be motivated every day. But if you don't want to give up, then you're going to have to look at ways to to get yourself up, lift yourself up, dust yourself off and get out there and get it. And just remember, you can do it. Amen to that. Hey, B, what did you think of that episode? I think it was pretty dang good. Well, what should someone do if they enjoyed these last 30 minutes? They should probably head over and leave us a review so we can reach more people. They definitely should. Guys, if you like the Fools in Love podcast, please go follow us over on Instagram at Fools in Love podcast. We'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you'd like to hear. 